0: candle, candle coven. coven. I'm Elena and I'm Jocelyn from Bijou Candles and, and this, this is the, is the candle, candle coven,
1: coven podcast. podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy and talk at it.
0: Okay, so we are back with a campfire. <laughs> And this campfire was voted on by the Candle Coven on Instagram. So if you're not following us on there, follow us at Bijou Candles. Yeah, this is an interactive podcast. Yes, it's now interactive. So we picked ahead of time. So if you guys wanted to watch ahead of time or watch kind of along with us. So we when we record in. (laughs) Well, I'm like, so when we listen to the podcast, <laughs> yeah. so when you listen to the podcast, you kind of have a fresh idea of what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing Halloween Town, popular mm-hmm. vote. Mm-hmm. It was the most popular one. We did Halloween Town, Elvira, and I know you did last summer as yeah. the three choices. And Halloween Town was ahead by like a I lot. I had a feeling. Right? would be. Um, did you really? Yeah. How come? Because I, I know the comment. You literally said you're like, they're going to pick Halloween Town and and they did.
1: I mean, I was I wanted to just do Halloween Town, and right. we were like, let's make a poll because we like couldn't decide. Yeah. Because I just like knew people were thirsty for Halloween Town. I
0: just like had this vibe. Were you just feeling like you had your own internal thirst for Halloween? Yeah, it was H-Town? like a collective
1: consciousness <laughs> moment of like I could understand how people were feeling about Halloween Town at this very moment. And you know what? You're right. Right, and I, I think, you know, having just watched it, I get it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to break down here. Yeah. It's quite, you know, when you watch these movies with a lens of What's going on here? What we've been through. What is going on in here on this day? What they've done to us. Right. You're like, "Okay, well, it's yeah. almost like unwrapping some of your own childhood trauma." Yeah.
1: And <laughs> like childhood. hindsight 2020. Right. It is a lot. It's yeah, yeah, it is cuz we see these dynamics play out right in front of us right. as adults and you're
0: just like, "Hmm, damn guys." It's very interesting, <laughs> Disney Channel. Um So we're going to go through our campfire. We have a lot of interesting things to say about Halloween Town. And I also want to do our candle of the day, Mm -hmm. um, which is Hermione, Cedar and Pine. COTD. COTD. Because I just felt like Marnie and Hermione have same like eager young witch vibes. Yeah. And that seemed like very appropriate. Yeah. And for those of you who have not seen our Hermione, Cedar and Time candle and or smelled it it is from the coven collection mm-hmm. and it's cedar sandalwood pine a pinch of thyme a touch of eucalyptus and a drop of patchouli mm. and what you get is basically that kind of like new englandy fall campfire, campfire. <laughs> With a little bit of like an herbal, like the that little bit of thyme, it makes it kind of like luxurious smelling. Yeah. Like kind of like if you were doing a spell with the campfire, like very witchy mm. campfire. Yeah.
1: Like it has like those vibes along with like a campfire. Yes.
0: I love it. It's just like a nice. It's really nice. If you want like a crackling woodsy vibe. Like, there's a reason why,
1: like, these candles have been around since we've been around. Like it's Oh, yeah. The Coven Collection yeah, has been just, like, always solid. just
0: evergreen with yeah. it. It's just a solid, great collection. I love it. Personally, I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to find those good, like, witchy scents without something too sweet going on. Yeah. Or, like, if you want something that's just, like, herbal or incense mm-hmm. without, like, too much, like, sweetness. It's not too much on, like, any end. It's, no, like, it's, it's so well-balanced, nice yeah. I think. If I do say so myself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I love it. And this is a candle that I like to burn with a lot of other candles. Yeah. Because it has such good like woodsy notes that just kind of like linger. Uh Uh-huh. Anything that you add to it, just like it adds like a nice smoky element. It's like you're smelling these other smells
1: amongst just like being in New England fall.
0: Exactly. It creates the base environment.
1: That is so true. So if like you have a Hermione going and then you put on like, let's say a Judy, which Uh keep your eyes out. Yeah. It's going to smell like grandma's making maple pancakes.
0: And the fire's burning. But you're in
1: New England and like the windows are open. It's a crispy fall.
0: I love the concept of like setting a scene with different candles, Mm -hmm. like what exists in that world. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like one of the ways sometimes when we build a collection, we'll kind of do that. Just be like, okay, what's happening right now?
1: This is like how we work. Like we see this is like how we see candles (laughs) and like uh, the whole thing around Bijou is kind of like our... Like for lack of like better explanation, right? Like the closest thing we can think of is like synesthetic right. things, like how synesthesia people like will see colors with numbers and like associations, like that happen in their brain, like that, right? Like that happens for us with like sense and like, visual nostalgia, stuff and, like nostalgia and design, and, like capturing
0: a sensory experience, yeah, like capturing
1: it's, the feeling of certain things yes. that we have, like pop
0: culture things, right? I feel like that is absolutely it. Like, for me, like, when scents make me feel the most, like, just give the most vibes in general, uh-huh. it's that, like, bit of nostalgia where, like, it hits. You know, like, the part in Ratatouille when he takes uh, the bite of yes. the thing and it's like, <gasps> and uh, the memory comes in. Like that's, a good movie. Like, that's what the scent memory is like you just go right back to like oh my god like this reminds me of this or like or like this reminds me of like my grandma's pancakes like you said or whatever um so like yeah that's really like how we build it like even for like practical magic which is going to be probably on pre-order when this comes out yeah when this podcast comes out i think that day will be pre-order so stay tuned for that guys Mm -hmm. it was sort of like okay the house to us is like the one of the main characters it's it's obviously the aunts and jillian and sally but the house is such a character i mean it's it's so gorgeous that barbara streisand tried
1: to buy it and they were like sorry it's not real it's a facade yeah Yeah, it wasn't (laughs) like
0: a real house they built like the front just like a yeah, fake like in portland
1: oregon right
0: and that's true barbara streisand contacted yeah. production was like i want to buy that home and they were like yeah it's not a house sorry and she was like but maria's island yeah <laughs> I, I need to go to maria's yeah. island and so we were like what What are the smells going on in here we're like well the greenhouse yeah. and you know it's like and the then two, the kitchen yeah. with like the woods the sparkling the sparkling sparkling, a sparkling stove <laughs> so that's where that's where we're at today okay um, what's the word I'm looking for when a fire crackle crackling ah. guys, it's just a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, okay. Up. So, yeah. <laughs> on Tuesday. Um, yeah. So we just wanted that whole vibe. I just made a really big throat sound. That's why I had just like paused. Cause like my throat, you know, when your <laughs> yeah, throat you does like on. a throat gurgle, yeah. huh. you guys having a digestive system is unbelievably time consuming. <laughs> I mean, are you guys are you you actually like stop and
1: think about it? Yeah, I
0: spend all day dealing with my digestive system. How
1: much time do you think Jeff Bezos is dedicating to eliminating having to do bathroom stuff for productivity? Uh,
0: Why did we go directly to Bezos? Is this because we're both Capricorns? That's because.
1: Yeah, (laughs) because I because I just think of like someone out there is cutting this time out. You know what I mean? Right. Right i know because it is time
0: consuming oh it is i have to first of all i have to constantly be hydrating so i'm literally constantly like i can't leave the house so until
1: i take a shit or else like my life is ruined. okay we need to talk we need and, like, that's to talk about <laughs> kevin
0: we need to talk about it pooping we this is the t- okay guys we just have to talk about it i don't know if we've talked about pooping on the podcast before yeah if, if you know us you know we talk pooping okay we have to just discuss this as human beings but like Is everyone else like, like, you're good, like you can leave the house or like, is anybody else just like, let's just like make sure I poop before I leave or like. Do you have like a work situation? Yeah, like what's your situation?
1: I I think I've even talked about my poop shoes on the podcast. I came up with this years ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Would you reiterate it just for everybody? If you work in in
1: an office situation or a place where you have to like share a bathroom with like stalls Mm
0: -hmm. with people. First of all, the American public bathroom system. With, with the horrendous. stalls it's
1: so shameful apparently
0: like when people come here they're like you guys literally can see each other yeah. through the stalls and we're like yeah that, that's fuck. not not normal it's like so I, I, crazy do you know bathroom stalls i've gone into where i'm like literally taller than the door is it just because of like the pr- prison industrial complex and just yeah. like prisons You're outfit shaving. everything like, literally <laughs> you
1: cut off like one millimeter of plastic door and it <laughs> saves 10 billion dollars this uh quarter
0: and so then I just yeah. have like an anxious butthole for now the rest to of my in life in front of everyone, right.
1: In this museum,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that me- one time I did, and I think I have mentioned this before. I did have diarrhea at Versailles, so yeah. it was Lit- like tonic in a gold toilet. did. It was not a gold <laughs> toilet after that. It was. It wasn't. You want to know what the best part about this toilet was at Versailles? It it's- ate it up. No way. Like- <laughs> It was um, the obviously like the bathroom for like the tourists. Did it spray your anus with neroli afterwards. I I wish <laughs> it was missing the fucking seat. Are you crazy? It was a tourist bathroom it in like was? in like Versailles. No Did you squat? Yes, I had to squat. Wow, shit. that's crazy. I can't, should we cut this out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It was rough. I had um, this was our honeymoon. Yeah, it was <laughs> and I knew exactly what was going on. I was like loving it. It's not like I lie about it. No, it was so I was literally just like I gobble go. It was one for the ages. I like can't my, <laughs> my 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 digestive tract is so rude to me. Yeah, she's unpredictable, but she's also predictable in that she will lose her mind. Yeah, I was just like, oh, now I can't have diet. Co- I have to take a diet coke break, Ugh. which you guys all know is my favorite liquid. Yeah, you're okay though. Yeah, I can have one here and there. If I have too many, it just upsets my stomach. It's oh, for the best. Um, <sighs> I had diarrhea at the Philadelphia <laughs> Museum of Art.
1: And when I came out, this little girl went into the stall after me and she goes, Ew! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, girl! That's... Uh, way to blow up my spot. Fucking harsh! So harsh. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was mortified. Every time I go into a public bathroom, I have to, like, prepare, especially now with, like, masks, uh-huh. I have to, like, Anticipate someone checking me to make sure that I am like a woman in the woman's room. Oh, interesting. This happened my whole life. It's like second nature to me.
0: Right. But it really, I do, it is annoying. Yeah. I have to say. It actually occurred to me the other day when we went into um, the bathroom at the mall. We we (laughs) We go to the mall. We had to go to the mall for a second. Um, (laughs) We had to go to the mall. And guess what, guys? It's not the same. Oh, no. Smalls are never going to be the same. So sad. Um, and we went to the bathroom and then I was like, oh, I wonder like if people can be like, oh, for yeah. a second. Every time I go into the public because You know, restroom. you're like six feet tall. Yeah.
1: And you're a bitch. <laughs> 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 oh uh, my god. It's actually just me like already undoing my pants
0: before I go into the stall.
1: everyone's like, <laughs> looking at me. Sir. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um what were we originally talking about poop yeah yeah i think we can probably uh just move on from that bowel movement on what was the point of that the, p- the what was the point of it is that our digestive tracts how do we get here are, we're slaves to, be here. to our digestive tracts like i work from home too so like i don't have i have a very poorly trained system so i can, I can just do whatever i want whenever oh, i yeah. want you know she like controls on, you you know like on days when you're like gonna be out and about People just go out and about. I'm like, does anybody else worry about, like, when and where they're going to, like, have to yeah. go tinkles and, like, all these things?
1: Like- no, you have to have, like, a predetermined map of all the places you could possibly relieve yourself. Right. If needed. Like, if necessary. exactly. Like, we we know all the best places in every neighborhood in Manhattan to go have diarrhea. Oh, you have to. As a New Yorker. It's a resource. You know what I
0: have to say? This is something, and this is talking to other people that have lived in New York City for a time, or any, I guess, like, kind of walking city. hmm there are so many times where you're, like, in an emergency situation because you're just, like, on foot. You're nomading around the city. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're, you're like, well, that Chipotle did not work out. Right. And, like, you gotta be, like, where's the Barnes & Noble? It's always where the Barnes & Noble. A furniture stores always, the yeah. West Elms have great Green barrels, pottery barns, and there's ones on the Upper West Side, you know. Yeah, that You just gotta, like, find your spot. spots. go response. to the Starbucks. Are you, in a pinch, sometimes you have to. Yeah, but,
1: like, it's the last resort.
0: Yeah, they can be real rank. Oof. You know, we've been
1: through a lot. If you look like presentable enough, you could potentially go into a hotel.
0: Wait, hotels are like a, a you know where we got this tip from? This is a tip that we recently got from we were at our local Trader Joe's, which is not close to us at all. <laughs> it's in Danbury, Connecticut. Um, and we live in um New York, so that's how it's, we have it's to cross state we have lines to cross state lines to go to Trader to Joe's. To get our TJs. Um And so this guy checks us out and I'm always like the people that work at Trader Joe's like have the they find like the people with like the most personality. Their ability to talk is amazing. They
1: they all are somehow from like the Tim Burton universe, but it's like the Trader Joe's universe. And they're all like from um, Nightmare Before Christmas, (laughs) like the different various characters in the town are the people that work at Trader Joe's. You think? Oh, not, not all,
0: not all Trader Joe's. I think they're all. There's different. It's just like everybody that works at Trader Joe's uh-huh. is is giving Leo energy to me. Oh, like they're like performing. they're they're talkers. It's a show. It's it is a grocery and a show. It's yeah. grocery. It's like a grocery and a theater sh- and a show. Grocery and, theater and like it's absolutely incredible. I always get in the line and I'm like, oh, and like you know me. I'm like a curmudgeon. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I feel like talking. And then yeah. I get up there and they just absolutely just dis- they're disarming and charming.
1: And you have to like determine which line you're going to get in. Yes. Say, like, which show you're going to
0: get? So we got quite a show. Yeah. Um. What was this guy it was, Lance. It was Lance? And he um. God, he had he was telling us about what to make with everything. Yeah. What to do with everything? And then he was telling us he was a road dog and he lived mm. on the road for a long time. And that the best mm. place to go get um, ice in a pinch is at a hotel. Yep. Pretend you're pretend you're staying there. I guess. And then he said also use the bathrooms on the road at a hotel. He's like Mm -hmm. pull into a hotel like you're going to go like check in Mm -hmm. and then leave and like use the bathroom and then that's it. It's better than a McDonald's. And I was like, that's very smart. Um, Yeah, he gave us a lot of tips. And after he would do it, he was doing this like badoom chimp routine. But it was like more like what you're going to do with this is you're going to you're going to put it on a pan. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit of oil. I think I put breadcrumb. And, da, 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 and like, tell us this thing. And then he would like slide it down because yeah, we he were bagging would, it our own. And, like, he would throw it down, yeah. like, sliding like a sarsaparilla down yeah. the bar. And then at one point, he, these truffle potato chips came out. And like, he goes, Who's a truffle head? Yeah. And I was like, No, he didn't. <laughs> Lance. Lance. And he's like, I'll be right back. He leaves the counter yeah. and goes against these like truffle Cheetos. And he's like, throws them at us. And we're like, I, I have to buy I'm these so truffle cheetos. They were great. Yeah. He was in he just knew it was right. And he's like, now yeah. you're going to come here and see why I have the longest line. And I was like, Lance, Oh, the Lance show. So, yeah, that happened everywhere I go. I feel like there's just these characters that come uh-huh. out and it's just lovely to see. I just love to see it, people. It feels be very like Halloween Town. Very. Yeah, I can. Oh, like interesting. They're, they're, we're amongst. We're amongst the characters. We're amongst them. We're amongst us. Okay, wait. So speaking about of being in public, (laughs) besides going to the grocery store, we actually recently went out to dinner, just the two of us, at a restaurant, which is hilariously sounds like not a big deal. But like, we don't, we haven't gone out by ourselves to a restaurant since like pre pandemic. We Mm -hmm. only have gone out with like friends, Mm -hmm. because otherwise we're like, we got so trained to eat in. Mm That, like, I kind of forgot how to go do that. I'm very domesticated at this point. I know. I'm, like, a complete indoor cat at yeah. this point. But um, we were like, you know what? We need to go out to have, to have dinner. And it was, like, a really nice, like, one of the last warmer nights that we were going to have. Uh-huh. So we're like, let's go sit, eat outside at this restaurant, whatever. And I made note that I had to mention how awkward it is. To walk by, like, when you're in en- the outside of the restaurant, you have mm-hmm. to, like, enter the restaurant to go use the bathroom inside. The whole time, you're like, I, no, I'm eating here. Like, no, 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 I go here. Right. Like, even though, like, no one's saying anything. Yeah. But, like, like, you're, like you see the hostess and you're like, You're, you're like, and then, do? Me, me from before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, then <laughs> she's, and then she's like, I could not give a fuck. Right. She's like, I'm 17. She's like, you could rob this I restaurant. don't give a shit. I don't care. So, like, and then walking past, like, the people at the bar. Oh and it my was, god. For some reason those shoes I was wearing were like click clonk, click clonk. Yeah. And like just people perceiving like, you. like who is this last And everyone like by? watches you walk to the bathroom. I I was just like, "Oh god, that's uncomfortable. Like don't perceive me." Does anybody else feel that awkward walking past me? You know like when you're walking and you're making noise when you enter a space and then everybody watches you? Yeah. I was like sorry like, like what's what? going on
1: in their minds are they even thinking that, are they even like noticing you at all like watch them like not even know but you but they were in. turned and
0: looking at me yeah but still you know what Who i don't knows? know what kind
1: of like those people were like at a bar watching a football game so like i don't know what's going on in their heads because that's like not what i don't you don't understand that personally no
0: so like yeah they could have not seen you okay you know what I'm, saying? I'm gonna just pretend people can't see me because i have to yeah. I don't know if this is like from being like post COVID. Like, I feel like we've all kind of moved on to this like another layer of where we live in the COVID world mm. where we're all sort of like, remember before? Yeah. As if that was like that long ago and that crazy ago? Like, no, that just happened. And are we all okay?
1: Yeah. It's like I'm still like happening. Going out of. and like
0: doing stuff sometimes still feels weird. That's because it's like still happening. It is. And it's like, you're sort of like, it's the thing of like, you know when it starts to sprinkle rain but you yeah. don't want to bring out the umbrella cuz you don't want to look like you're overreacting? Yeah. Yeah. It's very it's giving very um do I use the umbrella or not? And the answer is I'm just going to use the it umbrella. Never hurts to use the umbrella. Like <laughs> who it? are you hurting by using I mean, the umbrella for anything? Worst case scenario worst case, you're blocking UV rays. Exactly right. God, I love being married to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm Asian. We love umbrellas for the sun.
0: Right. And you also have been wearing masks way more in public for more than any yeah. other... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you guys kind of, like, knew what was up.
1: Yeah, we know how disgusting people are.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all... <laughs> we're all so gross. There's a world of, you know, bacteria and, I guess, um, parasites that live in us? Yeah. Jocelyn,
1: i know. Like, sorry. I'm just thinking about it. Like, I'm thinking about that time we just went to the dentist and I was, like, wearing shorts. Uh-huh. And my calves were touching the dental chair and there was like no paper it was just like that plastic thing that's over the leather do you know what i'm talking yes. about yes first of all just uncomfortable and it was like wet
0: no because they probably cleaned it i hope so
1: <laughs>
0: i was so disturbed
1: during this dental appointment
0: oh yeah because i was like Sweeps. did you come home and like scrub your calves yes i took a shower right away yeah you did actually i remember that
1: <laughs> I was like, Wait, I, I have to go upstairs. <laughs> I, like, gattaca myself. Zero explanation. Yeah.
0: Just in the shower. <laughs> My like teeth felt 3 great, PM. Though. <laughs> No, there's stuff like that that's, like, really disturbing. Like, like if you go to the movie theater and you have shorts on, Mm-mm. you don't want to touch that stuff. Don't wear shorts on a train or a plane. We know a friend who got scabies from wearing shorts on public transit. Yep. Scabies. Yeah, especially if it's, like, I think it was, like, the Metro North. Because it the Metro North. Because there's fabric seats. Yep. Why do we have fabric seats on public things like fabric things yeah. don't make sense to me sometimes like in a car like no like yeah oh absolutely in a car because uh-huh. you're literally just like but like you're never going to be able to really clean it huh? like fabric things like you can never really clean like you can but like especially if it's like attached to a car. But Yeah I'm talking <laughs> about like even like the concept of like couches and stuff. Yeah I know. This couch is like my nemesis. But we literally wash our couch. Yeah. We take the things off and put it in the machine. it's But such no, you can't deal. do that with all couches. It's
1: such an ordeal to do that.
0: How about rugs? Oh,
1: I do love those rug videos of them cleaning
0: them. Yeah, I guess you can like really, you could put like some, you know, real muscle into it, but it's hard to keep shit clean. Do you know what
1: else I felt was really awkward
0: when we were at the restaurant is what? was when she was reading the specials? Oh my God, Elena. No, this is like obviously a joke that's been made many times, yeah, but like it has so not been answered. Now. No, the ants, the answers have never been provided yeah, because
1: like it's and then now it's become so much worse. Where? Because like I've never been to a restaurant before now. Right. Like every time I go to a restaurant, I've never been to a restaurant. Right. You're literally like, and I'm sorry, what is, is yeah, this? It's the like menu? Jungle to Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just went You're to a Brendan restaurant. Fraser.
1: <laughs> no, it's the kid, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Which, no, wait, that's no, that's
0: um, that's George of the Jungle.
1: I'm thinking. I'm saying Jungle to Jungle. jungle who's in With Jungle Tom to Jungle? Madeline Tim, Tim Allen. What happens in Jungle to Jungle again? Wasn't his? Is it his son? For some reason, he's What's like the
0: plot of Jungle to Jungle. I know it's saw it in theaters. It's Tim but Allen's I don't remember son it.
1: is like left in the woods and like raised in the woods.
0: I have to look this and he up. Like
1: or is it? I don't know.
0: I have to look this up. It's probably bad. Okay, Jungle to Jungle is a 1997 American comedy film. Blah, 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 Walt Disney, blah, 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 starring Tim Allen. Oh, I love Martin Short. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lily Sobieski in her film debut. Oh. Sam Huntington as Mimi Siku? Yes. Is this an extremely inappropriate movie? (laughs) I mean, probably.
1: I don't remember it vividly. Hold on. I definitely have seen it a few
0: times. I'm just going to read this because this is friggin' crazy. Malcolm Cromwell cromwell what what that is so that, weird for those of you, you, you that are halloween town heads the family is the cromwell and it's like a thing it's like a thing Like we're cromwells this is a character's name is michael cromwell well, it's, it's in the disney universe I'm, maybe he's oh, like part of that lineage. oh my god is he of the of the halloween town wait okay so yeah okay well let me just see tell you what his story is He's a self-absorbed commodities broker living (gasps) in New York City, waiting. Oh, he wants to marry his new fiance, Charlotte, but he has to obtain a divorce still (gasps) from his first wife, Patricia, who has left him some years earlier. She lives in a semi-westernized tribe in Canema National Park, Venezuela. He travels there to get her signature, but upon arriving, she reveals they have a son together who she never told him about, (gasps) who is now 13 years old, named Mimi Siku. (sighs) What? This is. Unbelievable. So then, basically, he now takes him to the city, and then we get to see, you know, Michael. I mean, he's depicted like
1: very, yes, like tribal, right?
0: Un, wow. This whole, I mean, what are these plots? Well, I mean, that's definitely not getting remade. Let's say that. Let's just it's not say getting that good, a reboot. I prefer George to the Jungle. If I'm being honest, just George jungle, of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. Yeah, <laughs> George to the Jungle. That's got to be Ju- something with George from Seinfeld. <laughs> Believe it. What are the not. jungle? <laughs> um, and the George of the Jungle soundtrack.
1: Oh I yeah, I had it.
0: It's great, banging. Oh yeah, I remember really getting down on a boombox in my bedroom with my sister, just like jamming out to like George of the Jungle. So yeah, we had like great soundtracks back then. Yeah, we did. Even on the dumbest movies. Remember CDs? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I have to sort of just like get comfortable because I have been making an active. I've been making an active effort to manspread more because nice. I think it's better for your hip health. Hear me out. Oh, yeah. I recently had this epiphany where I was like thinking about how women throughout like modern times and before have been forced to sort of like become small or like cross their legs for like modesty or uh, like da, da 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 Whatever stupid ass bullshit. Some, you know, puritanical, puritanical Victorian bullshit. nonsense. Right. To like keep your legs tight And I was wondering what sort of effects that have on like your lower biologically and your hip health and like this. And I was like thinking about the way your hips like naturally like want to like hang and lay whatever. And so I've been like, I'm not fucking going to cross my legs ever again. Like, I just think it's probably unless it's comfortable for you. Not, if it's not comfortable, don't well, fucking do have it. Have you noticed
1: a difference in your in your hip tightness? Well, for me,
0: it was because I had my hips are always so tight, mm. and I get lower back pain. And I was like, I think it's I just have to like make sure I'm keeping things nice and stretched. But then that made me pause it about the fact that it was probably misogyny that yeah. has gotten us all to this point. Because like your pain. resting
1: state isn't necessarily like holding your legs together. Yeah,
0: I know. It's like Sometimes, that's like
1: that's like constricting a muscle for like extended periods of time.
0: And exactly, you know what that made me think of it mm. is that my babshi, who's my great grandmother would she was in a wheelchair for the whole time i knew her Mm -hmm. and had like really bad like obviously like arthritis and shit Uh. but the way like her knees and hips looked was like always like she was like crossing her ankles like she was always trying to keep her leg like her legs worked but they were just like you know she had a lot of arthritis but it was like she's still trying to like keep those legs like nice and dainty and it probably fucking hurts and it's probably when you like looked at her legs they were like almost like they had formed in a cross leg way
1: and i was always just
0: like that looks like from how Probably from wearing shit. bad
1: shoes and all that shit, too. Like, how much shit are we doing that we need to, like, break down and to be like, why are we doing it? It's that whole thing of, like, the, I think it's Malcolm, <laughs> what's his name? Gladwell. McDow- Gladwell. Yeah.
0: Or, like, McDowell?
1: Yeah, it's like the, Mal- it's, I think he made a podcast or like, wrote about this. Like, the whole underhand, like, free th- uh, free throw shot thing mm-hmm. in the NBA. How there yeah. was, like, one player who... This is like way long ago. Oh yeah, who like shot his sh- like shots, his free throw shots underhanded, mm-hmm. and the average was like so much higher yes. than if he were to shoot it overhand like the conventional way, right? And like if as they were like doing tests to see if it was like across the board, and it, if it was like, so like, like
0: they're saying like, why wouldn't we do it this right. way? And they were literally just like too embarrassed that exactly
1: to do, it, even though it's like a 99% chance if like it higher. works
0: like because it doesn't look cool yeah like it <laughs> says who I know like isn't it
1: cooler to get the basket right it's so <laughs> no that is like so funny so it's like how much shit are we doing because like some idiot Arbitrary. or like how much stuff is like kept from us
0: it's like that pot like, roast knowledge that we anecdote, should, could right? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, here's the, our family recipe is you cut off the ends of the pot roast and then cook it. And then it goes down the line and down the line. And then someone says, why do I cut the ends off? Mm-hmm. And then it goes back up. And then the grandmother's like, oh, I only cut the ends off because it didn't fit in the pan we had. Right. And it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And they just did it without. And it's like, so we have to make sure as a people, everything you yeah. do Everything you do every day, examine why you do it. Yeah, and if it's for a good reason or not. Cause like, like an- another analogy I thought don't was, do shit like that. was like
1: <laughs> for so many things, humans are literally just like playing the game of keep the balloon up, keep the balloon up. And it's like you know we're how many gen- generations in of keeping the balloon up, and no one's been like, wait, why are we doing this? Can we just
0: drop the balloon?
1: And like, what th- what happens if we drop the balloon? Nothing.
0: You know what? Does that just made me think of. This is the song that doesn't yeah. end. And then it goes, some people started singing it, not knowing yeah. what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just, just because. because.
1: Oh, my God. That's deep as fuck. Who wrote that? David Bowie? No,
0: Girl, it's, that's from. What's her <laughs> no, name? No, I know. Lamb Shop. I know it's Lamb Shop. Sherry? Yes. I'm <laughs> Sherry Cherry. <laughs> what what's her name? I don't remember, I put but her but into I, the yes. same category as like a Lucille Ball. Yeah. Um, Judge Judy, actually, those, I Judge Judy show. and Lucille Ball are in the, written in the same font for me. Interesting. Yeah. If you're it, like, you know what you're talking about, like synesthesia earlier, huh. like they're the same strain. There's similar things where I just put together in categories and there's names that I put together in categories like, you know, how you have Matt and Mike have like a I can't. Yeah, they. Yeah. For me, I I'd have a lot of them that I do it with and I did it today because I kept saying Louise instead of Sophie when I was writing notes about mm. Halloween Town, and I was like, "I Louise and Sophie have the same mathematical weight to me in my mind wow. as a name." Made
1: and Chelsea* must have been really hard for you to watch. Uh, then.
0: Louise, there's like Sophie. 800 Sophies
1: and 800 Louises.
0: Gemma, Gemma, Emoji, <laughs> <Imogen. laughs> Okay, wait, we were li- no, we were literally, we were literally listening to Caggy. Caggy yes, we were literally listening to. Um, let go, let go. Frou fru fru frou. And then I was like, "Oh, what is the name of this person that sings it? The girl. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know, Imogen Heap. <laughs> like, immediately. And I was like, yes. It's exactly Imogen Heap. I don't Heap. know.
1: The, yeah, the recall in this brain is hilarious. We were I literally li- was like, I have no idea. Imogen Heap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was instant. Yeah. I was like, it was right there. Your brain was like, actually, I have that yeah. one. Yeah, to Tad, Tad, madam. madam. <laughs> The little fucking Dobby in my brain <laughs> oh my running around. Give it a sock, Elena. Let it free. Oh. Um. So we were actually during this car ride, we were listening to Fru Fru. We were on our way with our friend JD mm. to go to this haunted attraction.
1: <laughs> I was trying to explain to my parents what it was, and it was virtually impossible. It's... <laughs>
0: Like like, it's a haunted haunted, house. No, like, and my
1: dad's like not from America, so he really had no. I was like, He was "Um," like, um, were you getting there? I was like, there was like a lot of sets in the woods. He was like, oh (laughs) I was like, it's meant to be really scary. It's like the number one attraction in the Northeast. He was like, Oh, really? Like that really impressed him. Oh yeah. And I was like, even people from Canada come, and he was like, Canada? (laughs) (laughs) It's that's literally (coughs) what he said. But yeah, they had no, no wait. fucking idea. So what it was. we're
0: talking about is called the Headless Horseman Haunted Attraction. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Right. Because it's basically like this place in the woods in the Hudson Valley. Yeah. That is absolutely gorgeous. It's basically
1: like right beside it is like a vineyard. So it's that's like ab- what the it's landscape like fields is like. And yeah. like
0: some woods. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. So you're in this like absolutely beautiful landscape. And this company basically every year they turn this like series of like houses and corn maze and like this like walk through the woods Mm -hmm. into this like huge run on haunted walk through house maze. Yeah. And it is truly some of the most fun you will ever have in your life. If anybody from like New England area remembers like spooky world, it's like this, but like way more. It's like a permanent place. Uh So it's like, yeah, it's like really built up. Yeah. It's more like if Six Flags and like Spooky World not even Six Flags because there's no rides I don't even know how to describe like it like the, the production
1: value of it is so high yeah yeah that, like, you feel like you're in like, a movie. It's, it's oh, the coolest thing. Like, you thing. feel like you're in, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and these people are chasing you. Yeah, it's, but it's like, but, it's, like, not it never scary because it's funny. Yes. Because they, they never, don't ever
0: touch you. Yeah. They never touch you. It's really respectful. And it never gets to the point where you're, like, scared in a way where you're, like, oh my God, I'm horrified. It's fun scary. Yeah. Like, sometimes they, like, set up a room where it's, like, you can't even see and there's just, like, flashing lights. It's like and that thing you're that like, Ellen oh, would send her God. assistant
1: on with, like, Kim Kardashian. Yes. And scare people. But, like, a but whole outside in the woods. Like and like, like amazing. three acres of it. Yeah, <laughs> and you just like walk through it bit like by bit. Like, there's one part that's like a marsh, like a restaurant in the marsh. Oh yeah, it's sort of and like it's a all swamp. like old and decayed, and there's like, like there's there's so much Clever. stuff in it. The there's production like, value, yeah. the actors, yeah. But tell them what the part about the marsh. Mo- but the swamp. it's like the structure thing that you like walk. but I mean it feels like you're in like a marsh, like in Florida, that's like haunted. Yes. And you're walking through, and they have this like effect where you're walking across this bridge with like lasers and smoke that made it look and feel like you were in like a marsh swamp up it to your like, we like were up to your through. like shoulders.
0: You literally felt like you were wading through this like marshy spooky water and it was just lights and smoke. Yeah. And it was so I was literally like this is fucking it so, was cool. so cool. <laughs>
1: the whole time and people are so funny on it oh they are like people show up in their like halloween merch like if people like who people love go hard halloween. yeah core. they like travel from like everywhere to go to this thing yeah
0: if you guys are remotely near the area of the hudson valley look up the headless horseman it you if you can come it's so fun yeah. it's like really a blast and try and get the earliest time slot because then you don't have to wait as long that's hot tip. my hot tip now I said that now I'm never going to be able to I know, right? I'm just kidding. I, we love it. We go, go every year. And we started going when we first moved up here. It was during COVID. And they had a drive-through version. Yeah. Which was, uh, we thought it was so cool. And that wasn't even remotely what it usually yeah, you is. Yeah, like, you
1: tuned in with like the AM radio.
0: Yeah. And you like, they had like literally like a horse with like a headless horseman yeah. on it. It was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. They have that too. Yeah. That's like. It's very fun. It's very cool. And I love to be scared like that. It's just so it get, really gets the it's got to be a good cardiovascular yeah. workout.
1: I mean, we were saying that apparently, according to that Gerard Butler movie that we watched, a near death experience will cure <laughs> your depression.
0: Yeah. Wow. Apparently. Yeah, what was that movie called?
1: <laughs> uh, Last Seen Alive. Last Seen Alive. Don't recommend it.
0: Yeah. It was I on mean, Netflix. It's just Gerard Butler, Gerard Butlering around. Yeah, exactly. He just like goes in and demands things in every movie he's in. He's like, we're doing this. All right. So like speaking of Netflix and movies, um, should we we actually just like dump right, jump, dump right in? God, I've got poop. Must be poop on the brain. No. Um, is that the Weird Al version? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I fucking loved Weird Al. That album. Yeah, we were big into Weird Al. That album. We loved like musical
1: comedy in the 90s. I know. Like we listened to Adam Sandler's albums like all the fucking time. Right they were yeah, so and we had a lot of
0: like prank call stuff the jerky boys the jerky boys oh my yes. god
1: i was big into the jerky boys and the jerky it's so inappropriate and it's they, like oh really it's bad. so disgusting
0: we had like a prank call show on that comedy central crank one. anchors crank anchors yeah we loved prank calls. meanwhile i hate being on the phone maybe it's because i think it's like booby trapped yeah that's like what it is like we grew up and it was just like the phone is for cranks yeah <laughs> Christmas for and the like, cranks. And like Bart Simpson would always call Mo. I was literally going to say the uh, Simpsons. Yeah. Bart Simpson. Mm-hmm. But should we do the campfire? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's light the campfire. Let me put on my witch's cape. Crackle, 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 crackle.
1: And get ready for this one.
0: Um. So it was Halloween Town. We just watched. Yeah. 1998 it came out. Has Great an, year. Has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty yeah, high. That's pretty high for like a kid's movie type yes. of thing. And after being I think, you know out what, for it this you what, it higher. You think it could be? Yeah. Uh, I think that's... For that, what it is, I think it's... I think give it a hundred. That's interesting. I guess it depends it's, on, I like... Think it's flawless. I think it depends on the lens that you're looking at it through. And, like... Fair, yeah. I love Halloween Town, but, like, do I want to watch it all the time because I think it's, like, interesting? No. I just, like, like having it on. I, like, like ha- I like it's it. It's like sleeping with your blankies. Yeah, it's like a blankie. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's not, like, I'm, like, ooh. You're not, like, riveted by the plot. Like, I don't, like, think about it, like, how I think about, like, The Witch or something. Well, yeah. That's all i Fair I'm enough. And I know it's for, like, kids, but, like, but they're is both, it?
1: But they're both 100% just different.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just different. different. It's different. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>
1: So wait, I put on Disney Plus and it was immediately there.
0: It was like recommended. Yeah. Um. And do you know that this is the fourth ever Disney Channel original movie? I love it. Um. That's and it, fucking wild. It's the fourth one ever, and it was. I ju- loved those. And now there's a billion joints. of them. I loved them. And it was directed by a guy named Dwayne Dunham, who is basically like this TV director who's in like Seventh Heaven episodes and a lot of Twin Peaks episodes. Uh-huh. But he also is the director of Little Giants uh-huh. and Homeward Bound. Little Giants was a big one for me. Little Giants. you can imagine. And Icebox. And like, Homeward Bound you watch once because you can't ever watch sad dog things ever again. Like, no. I Dog you stuff makes me too Homeward emotional. Bound. Yeah, I can't. But of course we've seen it.
1: Little Giants is one that I watched like on the on the every day. It was on the rotation for the every day. I
0: re- totally remember watching it. But all I can remember is the part where the kid with the glasses has like a bunch of pads on. Mm-hmm. For some reason, yep. that part sticks out in my head and his mom is like, yeah, overprotective. protective. Yeah. And uh, that's all I remember. Or is I it, mean, is Duane, it hockey? No, it's football. Football. It Little Giants. Is yeah. it hockey? <laughs> You're the best. Oh, that's so shameful.
1: No, it's not. I don't know what sports. No, that's is. like a fucking green flag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, is but like Dwayne really likes girls that look like that because like Icebox and Marnie look the same. But oh, they're interesting.
0: Different. They have a similar type. They yeah. look the same. They have like the same face, but yeah. they're different. No, I get that. I see they could play sisters.
1: God, I loved fucking Little Giants. Ed O'Neill. I oh love Ed O'Neill. Yeah, Ed
0: O'Neill's in that. I had honestly, Lena. I like, saw it when it came out. I don't remember anything else it's about so it. So good. Devin Sawa. Oh, Devin Sawa. Wait, no, you wait, know why, wait, uh, what? Wait, what are you going to say? I'm going to talk about fucking ladybugs. OK, yeah, do it. <laughs> I was also just going to say the fact that in the 90s, they tried to make us fall in love with ghosts a whole lot. Yeah. Because yeah. they had the Casper. Mm-hmm. And then there was what was the other one? Thackeray Banks. Thackeray Banks was a hot ghost, too. Yeah, but then he became a hot
1: cat. Yeah, well. And they were they were already getting us with a hot dog in Beating the Beast there you go and turn into an ugly hideous man <laughs> R.I.P. Um, no, we, we were talking about ladybugs the other day oh yeah and how um, it was such a fucking mind fuck for me as a kid Tell me more. Because like, oh, because we watched obviously Hocus Pocus and then Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, my God. Uh, And I was Hocus Hocus Pocus was a movie that I watched every day growing up um, because for some reason I fantasized about living in New England, like in that town my whole life. Like so funny. Because I've never lived in a place like that. And I always like romanticized it. And Mm -hmm. Hocus Pocus is like the perfect version of it. And I was obsessed with Vanessa Shaw because she was so gorgeous. And she was the girl in Ladybugs as well. Yep. And Ladybugs was like so Mindfucky because he dresses up as a woman, yes, to get close to her yeah. on the on the soccer team, yeah, with his stepdad Rodney Dangerfield, right? I know. And then they it's have like, this it's like, like it's it's, it's, que- like, it's queer content, Sorry. yeah, and it's it also is. somehow
0: triggering. It's, yeah. it was
1: like triggering to me before anything like that had happened to me, but it like it was like foreshadowing my life.
0: Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the sort of like gender mind fuck yes the mind fuck that is gender in in general right you know yeah i you know like he was so cute as both martha and whatever his name was outside of like people have to remember when we're
1: talking about like you know how hard it is for people growing up that don't necessarily fit into whatever gender norm it is like it's put. It's being put in their face, our faces, every day, all day, all day long, mm-hmm. everywhere. Like, yes, especially in school. Like you're categorized by your gender everywhere you go, and it's like really fucking annoying.
0: Oh yeah, we Do you were know what ta- I mean? Yeah, we were talking about this the other day too. Like how, like on a daily basis, gay people, queer people will just see overt homophobia yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's actually like unbelievable cuz like and you do start to discard it cuz you're just sort of like I'm not going to focus on that shit. Mm. But like every pretty much every day you will see read hear or experience whether it's on something you see online or I mean like in nowadays public they're, or they're calling us
1: all fucking br- groomers or whatever. Yeah, or disgusting. The,
0: you know. And it's just constant. Mm. And like you have to understand like what that That's like psychologically, especially as kids growing up, being like, am I this thing that a bunch of people hate? Yeah. And you just know it. Yeah. And that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to carry. Yeah. And you never know how people are going to react to you. Yeah. And like, it's just a fucking lot. Mm -hmm.
1: Anyway, Ladybugs is a lot for me. I loved it, though.
0: I loved it too. No, I totally it was get that. It does explore like a weird gender role thing. Yeah, because he falls in love with her. They kind of fall in love as Martha and the girl. Like, she, yeah, they're in, and it's like you're exactly. like, what's happening. And like
1: the fact, just the fact that she is now a boy,
0: mm-hmm. you can be with her, him. Yeah. Ooh, Elena, that's fucked up. That is fucked like up. That, that kind like that. like I shit can only really be with him once he takes the wig off. That
1: kind of shit really fucked me up when I was a kid. Yeah, I
0: get that. That is damage. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm like choked up talking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so <laughs> precious. No, it's important to talk about this stuff. I'm so sorry. That's a lot. Wow. It's traumatizing. Yeah. Because then you're just like, you the you can't have love, valid love like this, unless you're actually mm-hmm. a guy. Yeah. It's straight or whatever. Sucks, See, these man. these movies, like as simple as ladybugs, like people don't necessarily recognize mm-hmm. how damaging something like that can be. Yeah. And that's why we do these fucking campfires and shit. Breaking down pop culture is part of like figuring out like trauma from pop culture. Yeah. Do. And like what society has done to us. What they have done to us. What they have
1: done to us here. Yes. On this day. <laughs> On this day. Should we. Yeah. So let's we're, get we're ta- into Yeah. It? We're talking about this.
0: Okay. So like, I just want to say like off the bat, the. Instantly, the, the intro, the music, as we're getting into Halloween Town, I my, the base of my tailbone starts to yeah. tangle. The music, like this
1: genre of
0: like
1: '90s, like kids music in movies and like video, like computer games. Mm-hmm. It's like the same music from like "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Like this, like mm-hmm. the MIDI file keyboard music that's like, yeah, you know,
0: it's like so low, low quality yeah it's like so perfect it just is makes you feel soothed yeah. as hell what is that it's almost sitcom it's like tv movie it's but like it's specifically very... in kids stuff yeah it it's is. like the are you like the opening of are you afraid of the dark before it gets scary it's like the raffy version of everything yeah. it's like a little bit like it's like the music box version of scary oh, I, oh nice which is like very cute yeah um child scary stuff is so fun because it's like all the stuff we love mm-hmm. with a little bit less of the anxiety because yeah. you're just like, cool, we can just talk about being weird and like, just go. That's why Hocus Pocus is so fun oh, because it's, it's the like, the stakes are so low.
1: Yeah, but they're also not.
0: Exactly. So it's like, exciting to watch as an adult. Oh my God. The second one was literally so good, like, it really was. We'll talk about it after because like, I literally cried. I loved it. <laughs> I actually like, I could cry talking about it also. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Halloween is like, made for Marnie. We see Marnie right away. She's, Played by Kimberly J. Brown, iconic mm-hmm. Marnie. Yeah. And like we're well, off the bat. We're like, the mom is so overprotective. All Marnie wants to do is just like go out for Halloween. Yeah. And she's like 13. Her friends are over and her mom's like, you can't go out for Halloween. And no, I'm like, that's this like awful. is insane. That is like so bad. That's like just child abuse. And it looks so fun too. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. No, that's just like weird. It's really not cool. And like for no explanation at all. Like I would be, that would put me over the edge. Oh, I, so rude. She was actually, Marnie was like understated. Like she was like being very reasonable about it. Yeah, she was. Mother. Like
1: depriving your kid from Halloween when it's like right before their eyes is so mean. It's like
0: more fun than Christmas. Right. It's it's kind of like, I guess when you go to other countries too, like America loves Halloween so much. Jocelyn, it's like kind of like
1: an American thing. When we first moved out of the country, mm-hmm. it was like, I, I didn't understand what was going on. Did you like mourn it so much? No, I like legitimately didn't get it. So I went to an American school in Vienna but it was like all you know, kids from all over the world, right? Because it was like one of two schools where they like. It's taught like an in international school, right? Yeah, yeah, it was an international school. Yeah, because it was American like American technically. We like had a Halloween like day mm-hmm. that was like a thing at the school, and you were meant to like dress up and wear costumes, right? Yeah. So was, I was so excited to go, and like a few days before, my mom and I like venture out to try to find like a Halloween costume yeah. at like whatever. Toy stores, I guess, existed in like '90s Vienna at the time, right? Um, I don't even know where we went. Like, like whatever. We have part. a dandel. They're like um, <laughs> we have these scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna be a doctor, right? So we couldn't find anything. Yeah, and I was like devastated. Like I didn't know what to do. And um, my mom was like, well, you can just wear your judo gi because I like did judo. And you're going to go to as like a judo guy. Yeah, you're going to go as like a, a martial artist. OK, and I got made fun of so much. No, you didn't. Why? I think I just got made fun of a lot. You poor little
0: thing. <laughs> but, like it was I was so sad. What upset. did they say? I don't even remember. Did, I, did other people have costumes on? Yeah. Why'd they make fun like, of you? you motherfuckers get this shit? Yeah, where'd they get it? I don't know. I guess their parents, like, made
1: them shit. Oh. My mom did not make stuff, so... It's okay. What can you do? I mean, that's, like, a valid costume. I agree. I had, like, a headband on. I looked sick. Yeah, why couldn't you have been that? I don't know. Everybody sucks. I know. I think it's because they knew it was, like, my judogi. Yeah. They were like, that's not a costume. It is if I want it to be. Yeah. God. I like dressed the it up. The Snazberries.
0: Whoever heard of Snazberries. Right? Relax.
1: God. We're the dreamers, makers. Okay. So every year it was like, <laughs> what are we going to be this year for this fucking Halloween shit? And you like couldn't get any costume, and they didn't have Amazon Prime at the time. No, I remember one time we were like in Bratislava for some reason, and like I needed to get, we needed to find like a white button down shirt that would fit me so I could be Dracula. <laughs> and I was like so fixated on this white shirt. <laughs> You know how I am. <laughs> yes, I do. Like, I'm
0: crazy. Yes. And I've always been like this. It's, we call it when Elena gets a B in her bonnet. Yeah. It's like, there's a I'm thing compulsive. that I must have. And it has the, to be this way. This one th- way. Yeah. And it's not like anything usually crazy. It's like, but something really No, but specific. I actually think it
1: was that. It was, I wanted specifically like a tuxedo style collar and not a regular <sighs> this white is collar. so you. Because of like. You know, with the medallion. Right. And the cape. Stop it. It had to be specifically the collar with like the little oh, this corner so tips, you, this you know. This is so you.
0: We never found it. Are you okay? Are you okay? I don't even remember what I wore. You must have been so insufferable. You know what
1: else I <laughs> Yeah, I was awful.
0: My poor mother. You just like loved, you were a very detail-oriented person. Yeah, I was. And I think that like, same here, I'm the same as you. How about the fact that I had to wear something under my vest when I was Aladdin? just so disturbing yeah it's like when was my like, mom he made me wear, wear a sweatshirt under my jasmine yeah. costume i was fucking furious I was like how come the boys can wear that yeah <laughs> i totally get it i was like this is not the fantasy yeah <laughs> i was like the body That's what i was is. like my padding isn't right exactly the body isn't right and i was like a little kid so i was like i had like little swimming abs yeah <laughs> not that i needed to be Going around showing my child body. What my mom did was correct. <laughs> yeah, it is correct. But in my mind, yeah, I know at the time I was like, not, I have these nine-year-old dancing school. It's all fair that that's the world that we live in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, where like I have to be protected. Like I just wanted to be a, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> what is that true? It wasn't that I just wanted the fantasy. Yeah, I wanted fantasy. it to. Ju- I want it just to wanted accurate. to look just like the princesses. Yes. Like when I was Ariel, when I was little, my mom dyed a sweatshirt skin toned and like drew on like the shells and the belly That's button. It's very clever. And I liked it because it was giving fantasy. Yeah. And I was also <laughs> three years old. So, but like I, that was like the level.
1: Oh my God. Now they just have it for three year olds. You can just like put them in the little shell bikini. But I
0: have to tell you, I don't like off the rack costumes yeah, either. I never, I never have either. Because if I do, I have to doctor it. Yeah. Semi-homemade by Sandra Lee.
1: Yeah, I you know what I can't yeah. I can't stand those materials. They're too irritating. It's
0: so, too irritating, and I'm also just I like, I like to, to make it. Yeah, I'm to make it myself. <laughs> um, okay, so back to uh, Halloween Town. I'm I'm literally like three bullet points in. I know this is gonna take <laughs> fucking forever. This is
1: like why we can't do these. <laughs>
0: wait, <laughs> one. hold on one second. <laughs> like, for some reason, I have, like, such a bad tickle. I'm allergic to everything. Um, one other thing about, like, um, child actors during this time, mm-hmm. a lot of them had, like, really strong Midwest accents that no one could get rid of. Yeah. And it would be, like, all the kids had no Midwest accent and then one kid would be like, Mom, why are they wearing masks? <laughs> they, I think, magic. Um, Midwestern no. accents were big in the 90s as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was a big time for Midwest, and mm-hmm. kids were like, "That's magic." But like this, uh, Dylan, the little brother, mm-hmm. Marnie's little brother, has one of these. Is it because everyone's like Canadian? Is that the same? It's not. It's it's similar, yeah, but, like, but not don't the they same. sometimes
1: like kind of talk like? I just like think a like lot of people Buffalo are from area. the Midwest. Oh area. yeah, don't you know that type of thing?
0: That I think in Buffalo they have that too. Yeah,
1: I just assume everything's in Canada. It's just
0: like Midwest. Isn't it? Don't they kind of touch? Yeah, it's the same similar area, right? And that you're right. A lot of stuff does get made like in In Canada. retrospect,
1: Are You Afraid of the Dark was, like, all in Canada. That's all true. All Nickelodeon was in Canada.
0: And it was a lot of, like, dad. Right. Like, a lot of that. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. So, just think about that, everybody. Did, does Kimberly G... Does, does Marnie remind you of uh, Britney at all? Britney who like uh Britney Spears, like a young, young Britney,
0: like some of her acting, like she made some choices oh, where yeah. she was like talking back at the mom. I oh, was like, That's I could so see Britney. that like a Mickey Mouse moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're both Disney girls. I actually like see that. Mm-hmm. Also. So immediately we can just tell like this is going to be a situation where w- this is a witch family and the mom is mm-hmm. like, we're not, I'm like, why are all these moms in these 90s yeah. witch movies binding their children's power? You know what it is? The boomer generation. Mm hmm.
1: The kids of the hippies, mm. and uh, you know the hippie generation who birthed these boomers into the Reagan Revolution.
0: That's I love that. I have another working thesis as uh-huh. well. I'd like to just point out, but you. yeah,
1: like you know, we we are more copacetic with our our grandparents' generation. I
0: right, that I understand. That because they fought the fascists. That's true, and I also think what it has to do with is it's an allegory for, uh immigrant families mm-hmm. and then their first generation american children Ex- yeah then trying that. to to assimilate. assimilate getting rid of all of their culture i wrote that too and so then when they their children are born their children feel like they don't have culture yeah. and then when they go to like to the grandparents to get it the parents are so scared that yeah. they'll get ostracized mm-hmm. and that's really what this is about right mm-hmm. like it's about america and yeah. the myth of white supremacy yep it is. I mean, look at how it's. It's about segregation. This whole movie is about segregation. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's press
0: on. There's a yeah. lot here, guys. There's a lot um, to unwrap. Do you think Halloween Town is a kids' movie?
1: No. We could write a fucking dissertation. No. Halloween Town <laughs> and the rising of the workers' rights. The workers' rights movement. Um, uh, <laughs> doesn't Dylan look just like Andy from Dawson's Creek? Oh, okay. They look exactly the same to me. Okay. The brother.
0: Okay. The whole time. No, I see that.
1: I get that. I kept seeing him be like, Jack.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Okay. Just had to get that out of the yep. way. I noted, noted Dr. Anyway, uh, Marnie
1: is awesome from the jump. She's just like yeah. so outspoken. Really she's smart, got a fire. Stands up for herself. I love that. I love her. So
0: she's like basically talking about she's a Halloween freak. Um, mm-hmm. She won't stop talking about Halloween. Um, <laughs> and, and then we have
1: like the naysayer skeptic Dylan. The Dylan. And sucks. then there's a little
0: brother, Sophie, who's like. Sister. S- <laughs> Oh, sister. (laughs) And she's precious. And already we can tell that these poor kids are like very parentified. Yeah. Like they're definitely like taking care of the mom. They're like emotionally. Emotionally. They're very much like managing her emotions. Um, Mm -hmm. Like marnie's like oh but mom and dad met on halloween and then yeah. he's like don't bring up dad to mom you know how she gets right. i'm like um hold on a minute this is your dad so not cool. we're not gonna like not talk about dad we assume he's probably passed no, he, or... they, it, they say that he passed yeah well uh, they do say it later do they say it already in the beginning well the grandmother says it that's right, right. yeah um but, so we know he's dad. we don't really find out what ha- happened no it doesn't matter so whatever okay so then grandma is there Who is she shows up up for Halloween and it's Debbie Reynolds. I mean, I think that that's just all you need to know is that Debbie Reynolds is in this movie. It's like Bette Midler being in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Like like these absolute icons. They co-sign it. So she comes in and she's just like obviously a witch. She's like got like a bag that's following her. She's got a full witch ensemble on. And Mm -hmm. we're like, just as I suspected, witchery. Yeah. (laughs) She comes in and it's like, oh, and in the meantime, Sophie Wants a cookie so bad that she makes it float unbeknownst to her. And the mom is like hiding the magic from her. And we're like, oh, Sophie's a witch, too. Like we know magic's afoot. And the mom is trying desperately to make a stop. In her perfectly 90s outfits. So 90s. She, how the mom
1: is dressed is like how people dress in the 90s, actually. Yeah. And like,
0: it's like Mrs. Darling from Clarissa, that look. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, like, yeah, the oversized shirt with like a high-waisted khaki. Yep. And like a a sensible and like a dark red Ford Taurus, uh,
0: that dark red <laughs> yeah. minivan With tan Taurus. Interior. Oh yeah, the tan interior was yep. so big. Well, wow, we love tan, and it got crinkly and dirty so easily. So gross. it wasn't. It wasn't like it is. They
1: can't recreate these outfits in today's um, depictions. No, of the anytime 90s. you
0: see something that's like in the '90s, which is a lot of stuff now, since uh-huh. the '90s is now the past. <sighs> Ages ago, it's like vintage, yeah, yeah antiques, if you will. Oh. But like, no one can get the the look right. No, what like, were we just watching with um with um luckiest girl alive? Oh
1: yeah, luckiest girl alive on Netflix. On Netflix, on on Netflix. And, and there the was like a bunch scenes? of flashbacks to the nineties. Correct. Like, yeah. Nope, didn't look like, like that. They, they were like wearing shit and had shit that like didn't didn't exist. Right.
0: I want everybody to be reminded that like we did not have flat irons yet. No. So, like, first and foremost, no one's hair looks right. Or curling iron. And eyes. honestly, like, the blow dryers weren't, like, that no, great. No, they, like, didn't have power. The first flat iron I ever had was when, I, and this is the first time we'd ever really, like, seen it. And, like, I know they had, like, different, um, like, pressing tools, but they uh, weren't, like, mass market. No. Like, it wasn't, like, mass market. No. So, the first one was, like, this Conair one that was a steamer. I remember. This. Yep. And, and you, you filled, the, filled the, wa- the tip. Yep, I had that. And mm-hmm. I was in fifth grade when I got like the craziest witchy puberty hair. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I remember those. Like I had like two years of my life where I had just like different hair. Yeah. Where like all like, my the hormones was came in, different. and I was just like. Ah! It was like my Hermione years. Like, yeah. And it just like went away. It's like the weirdest thing. I'm sure that happens to but, people. Oh, but I, like it was so distressing to it's me because like like I didn't know what to do. It's like we all had
1: for like five years. Okay, up, what? And like yeah. no one ever told me it was going to go away. No,
0: that we talked about this before. Yeah. Why didn't anybody I was, say like, that? was so hairy when I was a teenager. Nipple
1: hair? Uh, there was Comment like hair below. going all
0: over my chest. Like yeah. er- it was there everywhere. You feel like you're becoming a literal werewolf. Yeah. Which plays into mm-hmm. Halloween Town. Yeah. Um, But... My mom would help me, like, straighten my hair with this, like, steamer. I remember, like, seeing
1: pictures of you from that era and you're, like,
0: when it's closer it's so to the root, pussy. it's, like, so frizzy. It was, it was literally, like, I had completely different yeah. hair. It was weird.
1: Like, your uh, your actual follicle was, like, Just a different, different. I don't know what they
0: did. I mean, it was, like, fine. I just, like, did not know what to do because was Why are we straight our hair
1: so much? Like, what the fuck? I know.
0: I should have just, like, let it be. I know. I probably had, like, curly hair for a second. And it was, like, nice. And I should have just, like, left it. And now I'm It's so here. crazy. Like, the shit that they <clears throat> make you
1: do to yourself.
0: Tell me about it. Let's Right? Let's read more about it from uh, Halloween Town. Yeah, I know. Oh, another thing else. Oh. Oh, yeah. Dylan immediately goes, Grandma. And I'm just like, Okay. <laughs> And then Marnie's like, Mom, please don't fight with Grandma, please. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is I really bad. I feel
1: so bad for Marnie. Like, the eldest I'll be, sister I'll of three. I'll save everything. Yeah. With a
0: dead dad. Yeah. the po- I can't. I can't either. The weight on this girl's shoulders. I know. And we also find out it's Marnie's 13th Halloween. Oh, she's so-, so. She's actually, and I love this movie too because she's so perfectly 13. Yes. Like, she's 13.
1: Like, if they made this movie today, it would be like Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Right? It would be like she's like a 13 year old girl, yeah. It, oh. No, she is an actual 13 year old girl. And then grandma, like, brings out like, all these candies and costumes, uh, yeah, like these granny costumes, these yes. granny candies. And uh, Marty puts on her costume and she goes, I'm a wicked, I
1: know
0: <laughs> it's so precious. <laughs> and then and all it's of a just sudden, a bunch of like purple and orange it's scarves. it's just scarves. Yeah. And now the mom is like, Time for bed. And I was like, Is it like eight o'clock? Right?
1: Like, has America's Funniest Home Videos even come on yet? Right.
0: And grandma's like, do you guys, like, oh, yeah, wait, no, so they like, guys like, do you guys, like, want to, like, go party? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. yeah. No. So then they're like, no, go to bed because I gotta talk to grandma. Yeah. So, like, grandma's like, listen, do you guys want to come back to Halloween Town with me? And mom's mm-hmm. like, no. I'm yeah. not going back to Halloween Town. Marnie's gone out of bed. She's eavesdropping. Yeah. Um, and she's basically, like, Finds out that they're witches and there's powers and she they are the from a different place. grandmother turn
1: fried chicken into a real chicken a and A chicken. Back. Exactly. Um, Which really sealed the deal for me in terms of I was like, the magic of it all. I like, pretty much I was like, proof yeah, right there. <laughs> even though they continue to like, or Dylan at least doubts it until the very end. Oh, Dylan he is like... He doubts it
0: into the future. Poor Dylan is giving very much the thing of like, I am the I think I'm the man of the house yeah. now. And authority feels like comfort to me. Yeah. And he could go down a really dangerous path. So you would, would really think like he would be careful. like um, a
1: huge like Reagan head, but right. he actually he was talking about the environment a lot. He felt more like a Carter well, guy. Well, he's
0: extremely <laughs> concerned with conserving energy. Like yeah. he comes and he's like... Um. Everybody, leave your thermostats on sixty eight yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. And he's like, "Can we talk about the trees?" Yeah. He's he's actually it's really precious. Arborist. He's doing his bath. We bet ba- his bath. He's doing his bath. <laughs> bath towel. Beth. Is he doing? I mean, he's he remains a skeptic the whole time. He he like up until the end of the movie. No,
1: he he at the end of the movie he's still a skeptic. He's like
0: that could have been a dream. Yep. We're like Dylan. Just let go. Jesus Do some Christ! I know. Have an experience. I Do know. a ketamine drip. <laughs> At one point, so Grandma's, like, talking about Halloween Town, and this is when she's talking about it to the mom. And she's basically, like, mentioning all the different kind of creatures that live there. And she's like, ghosts, goblins, ghouls. And then she mentions a Dibbock. And I was like, well, that's an interesting thing to bring up. And the only reason I know what a Dybbuk is, which is it's like a Jewish um, mythological spirit or, like, it's in Jewish mythology, right? And it's like a negative spirit that attaches itself. There's a to movie like, called
1: Dibbock as well that we watched. Is there
0: a movie called *Dibek*? Yeah, it's called *The Dibek*. It's called just *Dibek*. Oh, good to know. We watched it. Well, this I I knew about this before that. Yeah, because I used to work at this boutique on the Upper East Side, and this lady would come in regularly. And tell me her life story. But well, this happens a lot in, oh, yeah. in the city. Like if you work in like a or if you work at a place where it's client like a place facing. client facing, you'll get like regulars. Yeah. And there's so many characters in the city. And you meet all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And this woman came in and was telling me about how she had a Dybak attached to her <gasps> and how she had to go see like all these like different people like she saw an exorcist and like (gasps) some kind of a like a rabbi that did an exorcist and she was like telling me all the stories about all the stuff that was happening to her and it was like a weekly serial she would like come in and like buy clothes so it was happening in real time yeah and she would like tell me like what was happening holy shit yeah i actually have no idea what happened because i moved to a different store location at (gasps) At some point i have no idea so she could still be with the divot i hope she's okay but I like remember being like, what? And like looking it up and being like, this is wild. Was
1: it was the Divic making her spend a ton of money at your store? Like, yes.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like, she was literally just like coming in, and I would just like show her all the new stuff. And she would like be trying it on. And she'd be like, and then when I woke up, it wasn't there. And so that, and I'd be <laughs> oh like, my oh my God. Like, and it was, I was just like fascinated. I was like, just whatever it was happening, she believed it was really happening. God, so people like people really
1: unload on you, huh?
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, everybody. I'm lot. sure anybody who's client facing everything It's Oh, my God. You learn a lot of it. But you know what, though? It's kind of nice when you just like connect. That's nice of you to say. Like, because like, it's a lot. At the it's end like of the a day, day, draining, though. Like, it is, it's extremely draining, though. Yeah. You have to learn how to like sort of not take it on a lot all the time. Mm. Anyway. I just had to add that anecdote in because I was like, "What a oh, like." Yeah,
1: I was like, "What and I was a- like." I had to say, Marnie really um, knew a lot about the occult. She did. She's, she's interested in Halloween. She's a ween girl. She's not. She's not learning this from uh, "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego." No,
0: she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then wait, didn't they have a Halloween Town book and with like these drawings yeah. in it. It was so funny, and the drawings are like so bad. And then like literally, there's a picture of Marnie in the book, and they're like, "Marnie, it's you." Like so they must know
1: something is up because like that's, so that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> and then like oh there's so another thing about these kids is the insults in 90s movies are so good. Like they yeah. literally be like, "Yeah, it's a picture of you if there was an ugly contest." Yeah, they're like savage. <laughs> absolutely i don't think savage. i feel like they would be like
1: canceled now you can't say this shit anymore. oh my god just straight up calling people they were ugly like what are you face.
0: idiot face yeah. like it was what pokey po- poop
1: breath do you know what i really loved back in the day hmm. fart knocker
0: yeah that's there were a, a bunch of like that what does that even mean yeah fart knocker that hmm. feels homophobic <laughs> comment below <laughs> um Oh, yeah. This, this is when they start being like, you're a Cromwell. Right. Like as if it's like a big fancy name. What of the jungle to jungle Cromwells? Yes. Of the jungle to jungle Cromwells. <laughs> um, And we find out that grandma cannot stay overnight. She right. has to leave at midnight. So like she basically the kids gone to bed there. They've been talking about being witches uh-huh. and Marnie. They get like a story time and yeah. now they're like, I got to go. She must leave at midnight. She can. So we're like, oh, she can only travel on Halloween. Is like mm-hmm. what we're starting to like understand so it's like are we only seeing grandma on halloween and like if that's the case like hasn't then been that been suspect up until now like grandma yeah. only comes from these hours on halloween in this outfit with this bag like it just didn't make sense to me uh, i just felt like that was like no very near. sus yeah i was like something's obviously i guess when you're that age though
1: like you don't know if it's normal or not do you i know guess what i'm saying i guess not like how do you think charlie felt when tim allen turned into santa claus
0: uh, he was very supportive, if
1: I remember. Yeah, he was, like, really supportive.
0: So. He was so just, just about for, it. Justice for Charlie, actually. No, the, poor Charlie. He literally was so supportive. He was managing the emotions of people on two sides of his, his mom. Imagine the psychological his dad. trauma of this poor kid, Charlie. Right? His parents are going through his verse, and his, his dad becomes Santa Claus mm-hmm. in the same year? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. i hope he's in therapy i hope so too all right so yeah she's like gotta go sophie falls asleep sitting up for some reason i'm just like what are movies and right before grandma goes to leave this is when i jumped ahead this is when marnie sneaks out and is listening to them yeah yeah because she's like this is her 13th halloween you have to be training her Uh and so marnie's like oh my god i haven't got fucking trained yet and like if you don't get trained tonight she could lose all of her powers and so she's like, no, I have to be a witch. And her mom's like, I just want her to be normal. She was born in the human world. She's going to be a human. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, listen, I didn't even just come here because it's 13th Halloween. I came here because I need your help. This is the grandma talking. Yeah. And she's like, there's the dark ages are coming back in Halloween Mm -hmm. town and we need more Cromwells to fight this dark magic. Like Mm -hmm. we need. I'm the only one there. And she's like, go fuck yourself. Can you believe? Gwen. The mom's name is Gwen, by the way. Gwen.
1: They literally like Set this up for us. They were showing it to us, right? Millennials. Oh, right. You know. Tell me more. We have to go and fight the dark, the dark magic. Right. We're called into action to right. fight the darkness. I know. And it's the our parents that want to stop us, and, and then we keep find us out. And who is it that we're
0: fighting against? A politician. Exactly. Foreshadowing to come. Mm-hmm. So long story short, the kids, the two, the brother and the sister. They sneak on the bus back to Halloween Town with grandma because they're like, well, we got to fucking go help grandma. Yeah, thank God. Right? Cause like the dark times are coming, and thank God they did that. Right, I love rebellious children. Me too. And even though like Dylan kind of like sucks, the brother. Yeah, at least he, he goes. He does. actions speak louder than words. That's true. He's, he's been, just like a curmudgeon. He's just like a yeah. But you know what? Because he's like, I'm the man of the house, so I have to come. And yeah, you're the like, the you're not thing. the man of the house. Right. You poor thing. Just be a baby. I know it's not nice.
1: Like you know how like boy dogs are just babies, and girl dogs are like. Oh yeah. You know. There's
0: Zazu. Zazu. Um. <laughs> Both great. Uh a weird bus comes and then they get on it and it like teleports. And inside mm-hmm. this bus, I made a note to say that I thought yeah. everyone was gay on the bus. Yep, that's because um, Halloween Town is gay. Yeah. So like Frankenstein's monster talking and he's like, so yes. I was like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. and the other one's like, I I I know. Was like I don't know. it's like they're they're coming from like the pines. Yeah, and then there's
1: like <laughs> two like lesbian witch looking girls yeah. that are like giggling with each other. Yeah.
0: So like we're like Halloween Town is an allegory for gay exclusion. Yeah. For from society honestly halloween town is millennial utopia okay like
1: it's a community of weirdos right it's like weirdo millennial utopia
0: just weirdos in general we'll take all of y'all
1: but like you know yeah it's how we think of
0: yeah utopia yeah because a bunch of ghouls and gobs and everyone's getting along it's great yeah we just like go to the we're not judging books by covers in this place let's just put it that way so we get to h-town which is what I've decided to call it. Yeah. To save time in Age the podcast. boogie back again. <laughs> Wait, so the first thing they do when they get off the bus is grandma literally bumps lips first into this woman named Harriet oh, who's yeah. like a witch. They literally fucking smooch. Yeah, I had like to rewind it because I was like, is that like a mistake? And they like, no. just like bump into each other. But like, Lips first, yeah. so she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go down to the headless, the headless shelter. shelter." So that's so funny. The headless shelter, headless, not not, not toothless, toothless. <laughs> and then there's like a little sinister music playing. Yeah, and you're like, "What's that going to be?" It's like a little foreshadowing that something's the foot in uh in Halloween Town. Yes. Did
1: you notice that all the Jack O' Lantern people were like swaggy as hell?
0: Okay, they had like the nicest outfits on, but. I also noticed that all the rest of the, like, quote-unquote monsters or, like, the people of Halloween Town uh-huh. were, like, the weirdest combinations of things. There was, like, a monk priest yeah. that was a pig. Yes. And then there was, like, a bunch of monsters that were, like, double caked up with, like, like a huge mad lib- asses. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a Mad Some thick-as-fuck ghosts. Right? I was like, this is such a weird place. Like, this is weirder than monsters. This is just, like, anything you else. You know, it's like,
1: um... The Bed Bath and Beyond of, like, Joss Whedon's It's the Beyond section. That's the Beyond section. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm shocked this isn't a Joss Whedon joint. Right? Because, like, all these characters are very Buffy. And Marnie's,
0: like, so a Buffy.
1: Yeah, she is. And, like,
0: and Sophie is so also. She's, like, another. She's, like, a. Do you think she's, like, a. She's, like, the Willow? No.
1: Comment below. Dylan's the Xander,
0: right? (laughs) I mean, right? So they find out. The bus kind of pulls away and guess who's there? Sophie. Yeah, Sophie's there. The little sister, she's like, I followed you. I wasn't actually yeah, sleeping. Yeah, I was pretending. And also, I just want to let you guys know that Sophie, I am a Sophie head. Yeah. Sophie's, Sophie's my number one Sophie's character. And I just think she's precious. Yeah. And she's obviously very intuitive and smart. And she's extremely, she's like the Thanos of like of the world. Oh, she how has how, like she's full, full powers. Powerful. And so then we meet the mayor and immediately now. Mayor. The mayor. And no. I don't like him. So creepy. He get he pulls a lollipop out of his ear. No, thank you. And he's like, hey, do you want this? And Sophie's like, I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, see? Sophie knows. Sophie's like, up. no, please. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Wait, are you Gwen's kids? And then it's like, oh, he had a yeah, thing with their mom. You can tell. Like Ugh, with his like
1: gross curly hair. Yeah. I just It's really gross.
0: It's he's like so smart. Some kind of like I don't even know what he's supposed to be. He's very smart. He's man. just an evil, gross guy. Yeah. Um. And then he's like, you want to get a ride from the skeleton? So then wait, you guys. So then they're like Benny. And he's like, a, a, it's from psychic taxi or psychic cabs. It's yeah, called. Cab. It's like a skeleton that's driving a cab pulls up. And before we even see the skeleton, Elena goes, wait, isn't Benny like hot? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, the character is like hot and it shows up and it's literally just like a skeleton driving."
1: He's car. hot.
0: But like he is, Benny's got something. No, but like he he does. As far as skeletons go, he's got like a little zoo Yeah, and his like jaw clicks a whole bunch. Yeah, and his
1: eyebrows move around. Oh uh, yeah, like makes all
0: it's like when he yeah exactly. Oh, and then somebody talks about Luke. Is that like does Benny talk about him? Yeah, it's like like, they called him like a punk. Yeah, he's like that guy's a punk, and he's like he got a nose job, and now he thinks he's hot shit. And I'm like, wait a minute. We're living in a town where there's really like these grotesque yes. like pig things, yeah. like, but, like literal but, like, monsters. But people are getting nose jobs. Like right. that part, like didn't didn't really work for me. I didn't really get that. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. But like, we'll see what happens. Like, what mortals is he seeing? That like, right? It's very odd. Yeah. Um, So then they get to grandma's house after being in this cab and Marnie can't unlock the gate with her powers. She doesn't Mm -hmm. know what to do. And as she's like trying to figure it out, Sophie just does it. She turns the lock into a frog. She's like, I wanted it to be a frog. And then it was. She's a fucking genius. Grandma's like, oh my God, yay, you can totally stay. And they're like, but we have to be back by midnight. And she's like, that's like two weeks here. No worries. And we're like, what is time? Then we hear about how We have to get this Merlin's talisman that she has. Talisman. It's a talisman. It was Merlin's. She has to get it working. And it's the only way that we're going to be able to defeat the dark uh, evil that's coming. The four talisman. The four. (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
1: Like a rock. (laughs) So Aggie gets out the talisman and she like does her spell, right? Yeah. Does she not have all the ingredients? She said, she, she uses like
0: a microwave that's like double, double, yeah. boil and trouble. And it's, she does it and it only works for a second. And she's like, we have to do it from scratch. Yeah. So we have to go to town to get the ingredients. But she literally
1: just like threw glitter on it. It's it's really so funny. Oh, it. yeah. She
0: was like scooping the potion and there was absolutely no liquid in there. Ugh, I it was love it. very funny. So they go to town to get the ingredients so they can get the talisman to work because uh-huh. it's the only way to vanquish this dark time that's coming. Right. They need shit like the sweat of a ghost and the hair of a werewolf. So then we find out that Halloween Town was created because humans were terrified of, like, basically, like, magical peoples. Yeah, they were, like, living—they were living amongst humans. They—we used to live on Earth with us in our realm, in the human realm, Uh and I guess humans tried to destroy them, so then to protect themselves, those creatures from Halloween Town creatures, like— we becoming more evil because they were like retaliating, had, retaliating def- themselves. So they created Halloween town so that they could just like live separately because they didn't want to like embrace their evil sides, basically, yeah. um, which is uh, extremely upsetting. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, also we see Harriet. Back in town, yes. the one that she smooched, uh-huh. and um, she's just like looking very weird. Yeah. And I
1: was like, "Is that Harriet?" Yeah. That Jocelyn literally said that as if she were like like Marnie in the movie. I, I couldn't
0: believe what she, she like, looked was like. Was that Harriet? She looked terrible. She did. I was like, "What happened to what Harriet?" What happened to Harriet? And then the mayor is there and he gives a uh, ice cream cone from like his tit to Sophie. And, right. I, and I'm like, if this guy gives any more snacks from his body out, I'm going to lose Seriously. my damn mind. I don't, I don't like him. I don't like this illusion. He's just the politician vibes. It's just not well, right. He's such a creep. Right. Um, and and he's mo- always like, where's your mom? I, got, like, I, I wrote this movie gets you ready for life because it's sort of like, watch out for these guys. Yeah. And I, they
1: do, which I like. They're all they're all suspicious of like the creeps.
0: Exactly. I actually just paused there because I wrote in my notes that I had a high thought. Mm-hmm. And I, my high thought was, I can't believe I'm a monkey that can write words with a pen. That's true. That was a thought I had and I I I had to write, write down. So think about that. That's something. Uh, and th- So like Luke shows up again. At the broom store. At the broom store. The broom
1: store. First of all, the broom that she picked out was fucking rad. She picks out this rad
0: broom. It's like cool. Like a guitar is cool. Yeah, like picking like out like your first. Exactly. That's it's always extreme, like, my like, cool. favorite thing the Gear
1: in uh, in movies, like my favorite scene in like any movie is like in Mighty Ducks one where they get to go to the hockey store and like get all their shit. That's, yes. I mean, you're seeing Willie when he gets all the free clothes, like the new clothes and it's like sick shit.
0: Yes. Oh, you love like a montage of like getting ready with the gear on or in little giants when they all get like their cowboys <laughs> equipment.
1: Exactly. Mm. I love that shit. God, you, I, was a, you I like, geared. didn't want to play football, but I, like, loved the jerseys and shit. You
0: just, like, love the a complicated getting dressed process. Yeah, <laughs> Padding? Yeah, you do. It's drag at the end of the day. It is. It's, it is is drag.
1: Wait, so, but I wanted to say also that the broom salesman reminded me of Kevin Lee. From the... From Vanderpump Rules, who was the inspiration behind... Yes. Jacques, is that his name? No, uh, Franck.
0: Franck. From... Uh, Father of Father the, bride. the Bride. Father of the Bride. It's a baby shower. Father of the Bride. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. But also, like, kind of like Elvis at the same time. Also Elvis. Yeah, vibes, it yeah. was a very interesting character. So like, they get a broom, and then um, we find out that how you do magic is you just um, have to really want it, want something really bad. You just like will it. You just like I want it. Um, and as they like are done with doing their like joyride on the new broom, mom is there. Gwen has shown up in H Town, and yeah. she's pissed. And her perfect mom outfit. And I also just like want to know like how at this point. This is when I started to like be like, what is the. Point of H town travel, like I this don't portal. I mean, yeah, it's no, like, I don't understand it. They're literally like, okay, but she has to leave at this time. It's like when did Gwen get there? When did Gwen get there? Like, is the bus where? When is the bus schedule? And how could they, yeah, like, is so it, can they actually go all the time? Is it only on Halloween? It like, didn't seem like it. I feel like they went back. I, I like, they didn't have to like wait a year to go back. No, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. That's a plot hole. Yeah, definitely the inter Comment below the interdimensional travel. travel. It's not that we
1: don't un- like. Yes, they they travel interdimensionally. Sure, but but on what schedule? What are the rules? Because what they're
0: saying is not what they're doing, right? And it's not the exactly. You said it perfectly. What they're saying is not what they're doing. Yeah, (laughs) I'm paying attention. Didn't he? Fucking Walt Disney. Fucking unbelievable. Is he like a Nazi? Nazi guys. You guys, look look this stuff up. People are things are shit's crazy. Shit is crazy. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Back to the uh, matter at hand. Grandma's like, good. I need help from a Cromwell. I need you motherfucking yeah, Cromwell, to help yes. me. And then mom is like, you're grounded, Marnie. We're saying goodbye. And I'm like, this bitch is on notice. I know. I know. She's such a. Uh, Gwendolyn Cromwell. How- Gwendolyn so- Marie <laughs> Cromwell Gwendolyn Guinevere Gwendolyn no it's Gwendolyn yeah. and you know it is the third yeah <laughs> absolutely oh, she's grounded she's oh it's on site and I wrote for the 80th time mom needs therapy I wrote that
1: so many times to Jocelyn oh she's got so many issues and she's put, taking them all out on her kids
0: oh yeah and Gen- oh grandma, help me. Right. Um so then we go they go to the bus station because the mom's like, we're getting the fuck out of here. And these um conjoined twins, conjoined fraternal twins, yeah. say the bus Are is they delayed. related.
1: We don't even know I, it could just be two guys in one
0: suit. Yeah. Two guys one suit. I hate that video. Um <laughs> The bus will be several hours is delayed. So several yeah. hours. How long is that in Earth time? See, like, I don't understand right. the relativity. Oh, yeah. The relatively. Yeah. It's not explained. I need some sort of like physicist ma- mathematician to do the math. Right. Okay. So for like me. if one year, what did mm. she say it was like one hour? was She weeks? actually said they said, oh, we have to be back in two hours by midnight and then she said, oh, that's okay, because two hours here could be two days or even two weeks. Which, Which one is, is it? it? You don't know? See, we don't know. Molly's upset. <gasps> Ma'am, don't start. I, I don't need a third person on this podcast, no.
1: Someone needs to break down the physics of Halloween Town. <laughs> you know what's something that, like, happened that I feel like had no explanation and it really needed more of one?
0: What? Was Calabar's assistant... Okay, wait. The mayor's bat. So like, they go to like see the mayor because, uh, for some reason, Dylan is like a bootlicker. I'm not really sure what his problem yeah, is, but he's like, he's, like with the mayor. Let's go see if the mayor can help us get home. So they like go to see the mayor, see, and that, then like guys don't have that radar
1: for creepy men. Yeah, that are, it's it's not as heightened as as it is for women. All
0: right, because like I immediately didn't like the yeah, mayor immediately. So. Immediately, not for me. They go there and Gwen is like, Calabar? Calabar. Wait, wait, the fucking assistant, the little bat. The bat is this like little. It has beautiful blue eyes. Cute thing. Like chihuahua. And we never see it again. And that's it. He's just like, hello. He's like so cute. We it's see him so once. It's so funny. And I, we never see him again, which was a mistake. And
1: then I have um a, as a note here, which I think is going to be my, the title of my thesis. Mm. The pincushion secretary, the bubble archetype.
0: Oh, like Bubble from Abfab. From Abfab. Yes, there's this like pin cushion secretary creature that comes in and she's like literally precious. Yeah. So she's like, I'm on pins and meals. Yes. Like she's insanely cute. Gwen is talking with Calabar, who's the mayor. Yeah. And we instantly find out they have a very hot and heavy history. Yes. Like there's like sexual innuendos. Yeah, and the being kids are sad? Like, like, please don't. Sade, being Sade. Sade. Being Sade. Sad. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like she's, like, the one who got away from yeah. Calabar. But she's, like, but she's like I'm not he- bothered. She's, she's like, like, anyways, I'm here to leave. <laughs> yeah, she,
1: like, loved their human dad. Yeah, she's, like, can we please get the fuck out of here? Even, but Marty was calling out the, her mom's dick-licking
0: behavior. Oh, she absolutely was. She's because like, Because she was, like, oh, yeah. you only like magic when he does it? She's savage. She's, Ugh, like, no, she's incredible. Bernie. And then, at this point... <laughs> Marnie like basically kind of corners her mom and she's like I need you to confirm to me right now am I a witch? (laughs) <laughs> I need to hear you say yeah. it. And she's like, say it! Like, that doesn't really happen, yeah. but, like, it's at that level. And she's yeah. like, yeah, you're a witch. And it's like, you fucking bitch. Right. And Marnie's like, you might want to give up your roots, but I'm not gonna give right? up mine. And I'm not gonna apologize I- I- for that. Yeah. And all of a sudden we see that Grandma's walking off with Luke and we're like, uh-huh. uh-oh, gotta go follow gotta them. Go, so yeah. we're all like, we run and we are now in, like, an old webby, like, the spider show? web movie theater with, like, a bunch of, like, zombie-looking folks yeah. in the audience. And Harriet's there and she's like frozen calcified yeah. and she looks awful terrible sorry to Poor say Harriet. it, Harriet but I've seen you look better <laughs> so then this like evil asshole comes through the screen and he's got like a gross ass face very Buffy-esque yes and he's like apparently freezing them in time and he wants he tells Aggie who's grandma I want Merlin's talisman. Mm. Basically, he wants everyone to be like at his like beck and call. Mm. It's unclear what he truly wants because he says what he wants here and it's kind of different from what he says at what the it, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what he says he wants here is he wants to freeze everybody in time, basically like a zombie army. Right. That people that will do whatever he wants. To do what? We don't know. Just to like do his 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 bidding. Which is
1: we don't know. We don't really oh, know. No. Yeah.
0: Instantly we have like a magical fight. And it's mm-hmm. like fight a fight for the talisman, uh-huh. and all the rest of the Cromwells show up. So like, while Grandma's been there with Luke, uh-huh. now Marnie and Gwen. the brothers and sisters and Gwen show up, and it's and like Gwen comes in clutch. Oh, Gwen starts doing magic. She's like brimble yeah, flowers, yeah. bluebells, yeah. boobies, and she's like, oh, uh,
1: she's Gwen's got here.
0: it. She like turns the guy into into flowers, into flowers, and um. Then they both get hit, sadly. Grandma and Gwen. Sadly. They're both frozen. <laughs> Immediately frozen. And, and you know, because you know what it was going to come down to? Huh. These kids are going to have to fix everything it's gonna be for Marnie. these fucking people. And Sophie, honestly. Honestly, yeah. And you know what? At Dylan, the end, I guess, comes a in. A little bit. Yeah. So, Marnie's like, I am your big sister, and I am gonna get them back. The poor thing. Oh, this Carrying so the much way of the world on her back. So, they're like, first things first, let's finish the witch's brew. And we go through this like hilarious montage of them going to like different mm. establishments in town to get these like really hilarious ingredients. ingredients. Like, they go to a salon and like shave a werewolf's head. These like, so, the, the characters throughout the town are just like so funny. They're so funny and like weird and like not, they don't even like make sense in a nonsensical way. No. No, they're just like, interesting. Like, what are we doing here? It doesn't even I don't get it. But like, it's not for me to get true. Because like, I'm not from Halloween town, I guess. Is anybody? Nice. Maybe that's the point. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the gym and there's like because they need to get ghost sweat, which I honestly debate the validity of a ghost sweating right. and they put him in a sweat box at the gym. I don't know. Did they, he went in there voluntarily. Yeah. Like he was going to go sweat and they get the sweat. It was like a whole thing. Right. And then they get a vampire fang from like a dentist. And you're just like, why would the vampire get that one tooth taken out? Aren't they undead? A, Can their to- yeah. teeth even die? I di- wasn't sure about
1: that one either. You know, I've always wondered these things about vampires, you know, you've had a What's lot of happening? questions about vampires in the what past. What are we
0: like? None of the science adds up. no, how do they fuck? Okay. This is your big one. They don't have is blood. It's with Buffy and Angel. Exactly. You're talking about erections. Right. Um, What if they're able to drink blood and then move it into their bodies? Okay. Is that the explanation? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Joss Whedon.
1: Um, he I might yell at you, though. <laughs> he's definitely gonna yell at me. He'll <laughs> yeah. keep me on the phone forever and yell at me.
0: Oh, so then Benny, the cab driver, shows up. Mm-hmm. And Sophie's like, intuition, don't touch Benny. He's yeah. possessed with the bad he guy. He's the dark thing is with him. And Sophie's just, like, basically a genius. Like, Sophie has saved their asses so many times. Yeah, she trusts her gut, too, and her gut is right. I love that they show the littlest sister kind of being, like... The big winner in some ways because I just think that's like a really nice thing,
1: Um, (laughs) and I
0: think she's a genius. And so they make the witches brew. They get all the ingredients. They fucking make it, and then like they can't remember the spell. Uh Of course, yep. Sophie remembers the spell. She made a mnemonic device, and she didn't even know. She's like, I make songs out of everything. Uh, Oh my god, precious. And so then they're like. Okay, it's not working, and then they realize they have to put their whole butthole into it. Yeah. So then they put their whole butthole into it, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "We did it!" It lights and up, and then they go, "We're witches!" It's so cute. <laughs> I'm what? You're we witches. We're witches. So now they're back at the theater with their working talisman, uh-huh. and then they're like, "Where do we? What do we do with it?" They're like trying yeah. to wave it on the moms, uh-huh. and it's like not happening. And they're like, "We got to install it," which mm-hmm. I thought was hilarious. Right. Install it. Yeah.
1: Get Learning my CD, Let me
0: get my CD rum out and <laughs> install the newest AOL. <laughs> and so they're like, I know where to put it because grandma's like pointing. It's like yeah. she's pointing outside she somewhere. Pointing, yeah. yeah. And it's like you put it in the jack-o'-lantern. That's where you put lights inside a Duh. jack-o'-lantern. So there's like a huge jack-o'-lantern in the town square. Right, yep. So they got to run to the town square. Mm-hmm. At this point, Marnie is wearing Grandma's cape. I just want everyone to know. Yeah, which I'm assuming she took off of her corpse-like figure that was in there. Which no, is- it was hanging in the house. Okay, Remember, thank you. She thank took you. It before You're she left. right. Yeah, my mistake. <laughs> Marnie, I'm so sorry that I ca- <laughs> called you fine. a gravedigger. Um, anyways, so we run into Luke. And looks like, I've turned a new leaf. I've turned a new leaf. You ever bitten me? I've and, done the wrong thing. Uh, Come with me. This is a trap. Yeah. Do not. En- she's and like, she's like, me. I don't trust you. It's, so he's yeah. like trying to warn her. Yep. Um, the sky's suddenly filled with clouds and he's coming. The uh-huh. bad guy. Uh-huh. And now he's saying what his real, the bad guy's there. And his real issue is, I'm sick of being exiled to H-Town. Yeah. I want to go back to the real, which like I get. Yeah, fair enough. You know? But then he's like saying, like, he wants to go back so that they can be evil to people. So it's yeah. more of like a revenge thing. So that right. part I get, like, why it's a no. But, like, overall, I think he brings, brings up a no. Yeah. He brings up some valid points about the fact that they're like basically have to be in Halloween Town. Right. Which they like don't. It, it seems I mean, like a choice. I don't know what it's
1: like for them in the in normal, in uh, Mortal Land.
0: I mean, <laughs> because, like, not everyone blends in like Aggie does. You blend. You That's know? true. That's a really good point, Alina. That's, you know, it's having a human form privilege. You're right. Exactly. And, but this guy has a human form. Who? The mayor. Yeah, he do. So just like, why do you need to drag everybody else into this? Like, just go to the go to Earth. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You're like, you have Nobody magical powers. Me. Why do you need yeah, like, just everyone like everyone else? Fuck off. Yeah. Why do you have to be the mayor? Like, go work at a Quiznos. Do Ugh. they even have Quiznos anymore? In Halloween Town, We probably. love the
1: subs. Remember when Subway used to do the V cut down the bread? Yeah, you talk about this a lot because it was that great. Yeah, and now they have a different cut. The way they would like cut it down one side and then spin it and cut it down the other side. Yeah. So quick. Got me every time. It's good. Mm-hmm.
0: I that that bread is so full of foam and it was always. It's it, I like the smell of it still. So they come up with this. So yeah, Luke like, is like, I want to help. I really do want to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. Like, Let's come up with a plan. So basically they do a diversion where he yeah. puts on the grandma's cape. The bad guy thinks it's Marnie. Uh-huh. And that way Marnie gets a chance to go and install the talisman into the pumpkin. Yeah. And she like gets up there and she almost does it. And then he freezes her. Uh-huh. And then they're like, no, fuck. But then all of a sudden (laughs) she like kind of like comes back to life because she's she's having thoughts about being like, I'm a Cromwell. Yeah. I can do it. It's her
1: The Last Dragon moment.
0: Yeah. She has like like like, her. I'm the
1: master. Yeah.
0: She has like her Harry Potter shows in one moment and the talisman falls perfectly into place and everybody who's been frozen comes back. So now Mm -hmm. mom and Gwen or Gwen and grandma. Yeah. GGs are back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, my God, we're on Frozen. But then he takes the talisman, so I was like, "What was the point of that?" Yeah. He just like took it out of the pumpkin, yeah. and I was like, "Okay, that was an option, right?" Isn't there like a lock feature? So like now what, right? So then Grandma starts like saying a spell, and they all yeah. start saying it, and it's like not enough. Has like, he revealed that he's himself, that is the mayor? Yet? Oh yeah. We reveal that the bad guy is the mayor. Sorry yeah, if that he, wasn't his, like, mask obvious. mask comes off. And it's he's the, the mayor. And
1: everyone's like underwhelmed by and the reveal. L- and
0: literally someone goes, it's the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and so wait, Dylan's so mad though, because he got duped by the mayor. Oh, And yeah. he's like mad. And guess what? Huh. Dylan's a fucking witch. Yeah, his little fingertips were, were zazzin'. And so they notice Dylan's a witch and they're like, oh my God, we have enough Cromwells now. Yeah. And, and then they go, Marnie
1: slings my favorite insult I've ever heard. And she goes, hey, chocolate bar to the mayor <laughs> which is my new favorite thing
0: like what does, what does that, that even, even mean,
1: mean? hate chocolate I, bar I, yeah it was just random so now they're like there's five of us now and then they all hold hands hate and it, sing guys! a perfect five part harmony
0: yeah, they start humming. Yeah. They're like, hmm. <laughs> and he disappears into the talisman and there is much rejoicing. Yes. The townspeople are just like, yay. And then like it immediately cuts to a scene where um Marnie's apologizing to her mom. I can you believe And I was like, for what? I know. She was like, I'm sorry if I was like had a tone. Like right? oh, you didn't have a tone. Can Your you mom was crazy. that we had to like worry about how we talk to our parents. No, like I that? hated it. I was like, she should be apologizing to me, honestly, me. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: For the rest of time. Right. It's like that. To deny me my powers. Yeah. She had to fight for that shit. Exactly. Like, I would be literally so mad. I know.
0: I forgot to mention, too, that Luke had like the best outfits. He did have fire outfits. Yeah. But since now we vanquished the evil, who mm-hmm. was the guy who did his nose job. Yeah. It was like a spell job. Yeah. He basically was like, you, if you'll be my minion, I'll make you look like a human being. Yeah. So now he looks like a goblin again. And he's, like, extremely self-conscious and, like, basically reveals that, like, he wanted a chance with Marnie. Uh Uh-huh. And Marnie's like, oh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she was like, I liked it when you were, like, when you saved me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, I liked you. No, I don't care if you're a goblin or not, but, like, be nice, be (laughs) me. Yeah. (laughs) And she gives him a kiss on the cheek. Which is, like, 13-year-old... I guess kind of like a big deal. (laughs) And grandma's like, come here, Luke. I got a job for you. And like, oh, great. Luke's fine. He'll be fine. He can hang out with grandma. Uh And then all of a sudden, grandma's like going to come and live with them now on Earth. (laughs) Yeah, in human world, and like when is that? Like she's like, all right, we're gonna go come and I'll be, come and live with me. I'm like, what about her property? Yeah, what her about two, the Cromwell her house that she's estate. been living in for two hundred years? Yeah, like very confusing. Um, and Does she need to get her stuff? Like what? I yeah, it's so. I mean, I guess it's like the magic bag will just do it. Uh-huh. But as we're like, watching them, like, decide, like, where grandma's going to live and, like, what's going to happen. The whole town, like, all the townspeople are watching yes, them just have, like, a family conversation. Just, like, a family meeting with yep. an audience. And mom, the mom is like, I'm going to finish um, Marnie's training myself. Yeah, I'd be like, no. And grandma's going to come and live with us. Bitch, and no. The, but, like, guys, like, after all this stuff has happened, Dylan is, like, still skeptical. He's yeah. like, I don't know if this even happened. Can you even believe? And then they just get on the bus and that's the end of the movie. It's the end of the movie. That's I could have used one more scene. Like a scene of them, like, back in, in human the house, world. Like making a potion. Yeah. But just like, like one something shot. funny. Maybe like a chicken or something. Yeah. A callback. So, yeah. Literally
1: anything. Right. One more. I guess there's like sequels, but still. Yeah. This is
0: standalone. It needed a button. It needed a better button. But overall, it's it stands the test of time. And it, it is, really does. It brings up a lot of good points. It really. Like, like we were
1: saying, it shows to you they really made us this way.
0: I mean, when they were writing these <laughs> movies, didn't they understand what they were writing? Yeah, <laughs> and like what it would turn us into. Right, it's like extremely like allegorical.
1: Yeah, and like all of our all of our stuff is like good versus evil. Like yes. You have to be the brave ones to defeat the evil, and
0: like a lot of like parentification of us as children to be the ones that have to like save it. It's weird. It's like they've been like preparing us, right? (laughs) For but like, and then they act. People act surprised, like older generations act surprised when we're like very much like, no, we won't stand for it, right? What all these shows and movies you guys created for us us to be this way? Yes, whatever. (laughs) Well, I guess we should just keep being like this, Right? right? Oh yeah, I'm not gonna. It's I. It's the right way. Yeah. It's the right way. Wait, who was that? Tom Sandoval. No. For all of you Bravo awesome. heads, if you've ever seen Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules, oh he has God. a band. It's now. the cringiest thing that's ever cringed. It is very cringe world. where he sings like Santa. What is he sing? Like sublime. Yeah. I don't even know. Covers? It's like it's glorified karaoke and it's gl- bad karaoke. Goryoke. It's like <laughs> gory karaoke. Not good. Yeah. Some people should stop. Um but yeah, you know he what? Needs to, he at needs the same to be time, soft. like just just do whatever you want. I don't just at this point, yeah, just but get it away much. from me. <laughs>
1: get away from me. <laughs> right? God. <laughs> I love this movie though.
0: Like it me feels too. it has that feeling of it's like just for us. It's so it is. It's extremely like all the people that star in it are exactly our age born like 84 through 89 like it's like very a specific millennial time period do you feel um some type of way about it as the eldest sister as the patriarchs of the family (laughs) 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 you know what i think that marnie is a great example of a big sister yeah i agree because she takes on the big sister duties but she doesn't like like her little sister like has like lots of shiny she doesn't moments. Block shine. She does not block anyone's shine. Yeah. I like that the movie Like she was never like, I'm the witch, not you. Yeah. Like, she was always like, We're witches. Yeah, exactly. I like loved power that. In numbers. Yes, I thought that was really cute. It was a nice sibling dynamic. They, they yeah. had to deal with a lot these kids. The poor things. Like I think that there's also like an allegory here for like families that don't have like the traditional family unit. And how you can feel like an outsider and how yeah. Halloween town is sort of like, oh, for out if you I want to go to Halloween town because I don't fit in here mm-hmm. because I don't fit into the mold because my dad passed. Like you know what I mean? It's like all yeah. those things and like they're it's very it, it it sticks with a lot of people. Yeah, like I don't think
1: maybe I just never realized how much that like social construct like really holds space in your head. Like it does. The two family, two and a half kid, like suburban household, like that kind of expectation Mm -hmm. is if you're
0: not that, it can be very like excluding. Alienating. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, coming from my parents' divorced when I was six, and I always was acutely aware of that. I was like one of, if not the only person in my friend group who had divorced parents. That's so wild. Mm hmm. It's I feel like, like so
1: many of my friends have divorced parents.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, it just like depends. Just so where you happen yeah. to be that I was like the, of the minority at the time, uh-huh. and like you do feel this uh, ultimate sense of like otherness in so many ways. I think there... I the mean, delusion yeah. has been
1: peeled back away from you more.
0: Yeah, you're not the. It's like not, not even the, delusion, the delusion, but the, like the
1: facade of like society.
0: Yes, like when you don't fit into like the thing. And it I is think a delusion. so many The peop- delusion of, like, the normalcy. That family. Yeah, of normalcy. Yeah, I think like a lot of people from a lot of honest. different backgrounds can obviously, like, connect with us. This yeah, so it amazing. doesn't matter what it is. But like it if is, If you yeah. don't fit into, like, but what what like the. But it's, like, I'm the outsider. I'm the weirdo. I'm not the normal, like. And that's the Halloween crew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. But, like, I, I mean, I think that there's something for a lot. Most people that makes them want to th- feel like a Halloween towner. Because it's just like, well, I don't fit into the mold of this more human world. I got to go be weird here. Yeah. And that's why I think Halloween and movies like Halloween Town have such an impact on all of us. Because it helps us feel seen and that there are people like us and Mm -hmm. you're not alone. And I just think that that, that's why it means so much to us even now as like almost 37-year-old adults. And it is interesting to go back and, like, go through these kind of movies with a fine-tooth comb and see how what impact they had on us as a generation right. and as, as individuals, and I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that, like, I, like, even just re-watching uh, Showgirls, and I'm like, I have a whole new appreciation for that movie. Right. I have a whole new take on it, and, like, I think it's actually phenomenal. It's, like, top five for me. Right? And I always have loved it, yeah, and same, I never quite like, knew why, yeah. but I was able to, like, like, put it into words, like, why? I love it. Yeah. And same thing for, like, Halloween Town. This is why it's just, like, one of those ones, like, it's not a great movie, guys, but it's a great movie. Like Aggie (laughs) says, movies can teach you about life. They absolutely can. (laughs) And on that note... thank you guys for listening to this campfire if you guys have any suggestions for campfires Mm -hmm. something for a Q&A episode if you want advice, questions about candles questions Mm -hmm. about anything, us personally, or if you have like a fun ghost story or spooky story this is the season, send it in to podcast at bijoucandles.com, do not be shy we literally love it Yeah. and we'll be back next week or no, in two weeks with another podcast episode, thanks for listening thanks for listening, love you candle coven love you, Bye. bye!